0: To the Money Mentors podcast. Welcome to Money Mentors. I'm Gary Matson, Matson Financial Services, and with me is Laurel Stewart and Jennifer Perry. Hi. And you're going like Jennifer Perry? Yep, she's back. (laughs) You know, COVID's kind of over, so we can bring Jennifer back and open the doors back. Mm -hmm. She's here in studio with us and going to be with us from now on. So it's so good to have the family back together.
1: Oh, yes. yes. It's like a big reunion, and we're going to visit with all the members of the family today. Yeah, isn't it been weird that
0: the whole time we've been, you know, sequestered and been put away and on a shelf, I think everybody's ready to pull the shelf down. We're Mm -hmm. outside. We're going to (laughs) go enjoy it and we're seeing family reunions, uh, concerts, everything's kind of going that way. And so, God bless America, we're back.
1: Yes, and finally, in time for summer here in Michigan, best time of year here, so looking forward to getting back to normal. In fact, uh, I just got to see my mom for the first time in over a year recently, got to hug her. It was the best hug of my life. I bet. Yeah, and Gary, we were catching up. Obviously, I've still been listening to you guys over the last few months, appreciate the time off, but you know, your mom is here now, and you're able to enjoy some time with her. Actually, you've kind of started her on a new hobby of bird watching, it sounds like. Yeah, for
0: Mother's Day, I'm thinking, what am I going to get this 97-year-old person that she would really like? And so I gave her a bunch of bird feed, and she opens up and goes like, okay, what's this? And I says, it's bird feed. Well, what do I do with it? I've never done anything like that for 97 years. Well, something to start new. Well, okay. She wasn't really thrilled about it. So I went over, put it up for her. So next day, nothing was there. Gary, nothing came around. (laughs) Next day, there's two squirrels, and the mama squirrel's doing this, and dropping seeds down, and this bird didn't like that bird, and this one doing this and that, and she says, this is a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) It's a show right out the back window. And
0: seeing nature in that venue, something new for mom at 97.
2: Mm I love that. It's nice to surprise her too. Yeah.
1: teaches us that you can always learn something new experience something new doesn't matter what age you are but I love that we're all back together here is a family here on this show we're all able to spend time with our families again and at Mattson Financial Services we always say it really is family when you become part of the team the clients that come in and ask retirement questions they are like family and I've seen some of those conversations that you've been having with people even after a really tough year but the difference I think a lot of people experience here at Mattson Financial is that they know they can come to you and ask their questions they can share with you what are their hobbies what are the fun things they want to plan and I would imagine that has to be the most rewarding part of what you do every day.
0: I think that's Absolutely. where we're really unique in the factor that we want our clients to spend money mm-hmm. um, they worked hard for it they said this is our dreams our goals our desires and we watched them develop them in fact just this last week Laurel and I were talking with a client and he has a project he wants to do and we said what's it gonna take and he says about 50 grand and I said to him you've made the money mm-hmm. so I said when do you want to do it
2: well not yeah. He, he's very excited for it but he's not ready for that response you know, he's been thinking and dreaming about it so uh-huh. we have a time now of you know in the next 24 months or so he's a big car guy and so he's ready to clean up and restore two of those vehicles but that's so fun as you can see the passion in his eyes of like "Oh, I get to do this yeah and the cool
0: thing was that we repositioned those assets that we've made gave them a lot less risk let them still grow Mm -hmm. until he's ready for them but they're liquid ready to go and when he calls and says hey drop it in the bucket we're gonna pay the taxes it's gonna be there for him and here we go
1: it's about enjoying what you work so hard save and I love that he's going to go follow that passion and has Mm -hmm. that kind of spark under him to try something new. And you both now have been in this business for quite a few years doing this for people right here in West Michigan, but I know that neither of you was born with a subscription to the Wall Street Journal. (laughs) You didn't pop out with a calculator in your hand. I I don't know, Gary, did you? Right? He's going to say, you know, back in the day, he's got mathematician in our blood, but that's (laughs) as close as we're getting, you know, (laughs) but what was your very first job? Laurel, I want to start with you because I have a feeling it was something on the farm, something with animals, bees, I don't know. You're what right. Was I know okay. we have bees now. Yep. <laughs> um, and so that was, it was a little bit different. It
2: wasn't, you know, hey, when I was 16, I started working there. It was when I was much younger, I started in 4-H. And so what I would do is raise animals every year for my you know, college fund in the future.
0: But it's a 4-H project. Yep.
2: And so, dad would actually take me around because I was obviously really young and we'd go around town and I'd speak with businesses and I'd get to engage with them and talk about my project and then raising money for that and we'd actually purchase the meat and donate it back to different fundraising events, things like the football, what was that, pig skins. Classic, yeah. And cancer events. Aww. And so I really learned at a young age the importance of business and the importance of what a dollar was.
0: She would go and talk to the business owner and she had a script, you know, we talked about it. But oh, and she I was so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but she did it herself and of course this little eight nine-year-old blonde-haired blue-eyed little girl coming in and say would you help me with my they were done anyway <laughs> cool.
2: he always says like don't be nervous I said oh but I am you know
0: <laughs> but she learned how to build because she had to build those people mm-hmm. she learned what giving back to the community was and learning that a project is something that takes 24 7 you know she had responsibilities to animals and I think that's the same thing that you feel about our clients so it's not something that we do just one time when we're done with them mm-hmm. it's an ongoing Teacher, we've got to take care of it. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Nurturing those relationships. And I think that was something you were probably good at, too, at a very young age, Gary. In fact, at what age did you sell your very first company?
0: 17, yes.
1: 17 years old. Okay. <laughs> Most of us have not even started anything at 17. <laughs> so, But what was the very first job that you did? It's going to sound a little weird, but I
0: was eight years old, and I trimmed tombstones at the local cemetery. Wow. Okay. So in the summertime, I'd start at one end on a mm-hmm. Monday, 25 cents an hour, and I would <laughs> clean up you know, around the tombstone, go to the next one, next one. By Friday time, I was done with all those, and then next Monday, I started down at the other end all over again.
1: This does not surprise me about you. I mean, you're industrious. That was the start of your path, and we actually checked in with some of our friends, too, who have successful careers now a little bit later in life to find out what their very first job was. Here's what they told us.
2: I was 16, I think, and it was waiting tables at a very small restaurant. We had a smoking and non-smoking section.
0: My very first job was Domino's Pizza. (laughs) Uh, Folding boxes, taking out trash, and sweeping floors.
1: My first job was at Chick-fil-A. I was a cashier there. I came home smelling like chicken every night, but I did get free Chick-fil-A lunch every day, so that was pretty cool. Oh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> there are some work there are perks. Some benefits, yeah. yeah, there. I, I worked love that one, at a yeah. Red Lobster in college and had those cheddar bay biscuits. <gasps> oh yeah, those are you the know. Best. So as a poor college kid, that was fantastic. But I think we all have, can kind of reflect on those first jobs. But it has to be kind of rewarding to sit down with people who are now on their very last job and kind of looking back at their track record and thinking, Wow, how far we've come absolutely i had the pleasure to sit down with one of our clients last year
2: she's been working and always wanting to volunteer but Mm -hmm. never sat down to when that would be finally had the conversation. We said, look, Ruth, you can actually, you know, we're going to move some things around here, but you can receive more income from your investments than you are working right now. Wow. And now that means you get to volunteer. And she just was so happy. She's like, okay, I'm going to go home and think about it. (laughs) Well, by the time I got to work the next day, she had already sent me the email that said, uh, I don't want to work anymore. Like I'm ready to go. Let's make this happen. And so we did just that. And she had said, you know, this is the first time in 14 years that I actually get to do what I've wanted to do.
1: Oh, how cool.
2: And one of the Things
0: we do when we sit down with the clients is always look at their social security statement to make sure every year that they work was credited. Oh, okay. And so it's interesting to go back to them and say, Oh, you started in 1969 with your first job and talk to them about what that was. And they made Mm $2,200 and they thought they're sitting on top of the world. (laughs) And so it's kind of fun when you look at the social security statement and they reflect on where they were and where they're at today. And I asked them, Did you think you were going to be here with $500,000, a million dollars? Or $10 million is where you're at. And each one of them will tell you all the same thing. No. We've just been so blessed, had the right road, Mm -hmm. made the opportunities, made the turns when we should have, and it turned out good.
1: Oh, I love that. And I love physically seeing the results of all that hard work that they've done over these years. And whether you loved or hated that very first job, there was probably that shock that people had when they opened their very Mm -hmm. first paycheck. The first time I had an awareness of
2: taxes was when I was working my first job at a restaurant. I think I was paid a dollar per hour and I was paid in tips, but I understood none of that. And so I was so confused why I never got a paycheck because taxes were taken out of it. So... I was very confused and a little heartbroken when I realized all the money I earned, I didn't get to keep. Fun lesson.
0: I remember being a little bummed out about what you end up with after everything was taken out.
1: Part of my mind thought only adults pay taxes, (laughs) but um, I got used to it and it only really started to impact me when I got older and got higher paying jobs. Yes, I think we've all felt that sting. You Mm -hmm. get used to paying taxes. But what happens when we stop working after that last job? Do taxes tend to stay the same, go higher, lower? What can we expect so we don't face a tax shock? Yeah, a lot of people think, I think they presume, like, oh, I'm I'm not going to be spending as
2: much and my taxes are going to go down. You know, I'm not earning as much. But what we find is you need 100% of the income that you are working, you know, Mm -hmm. to make your life go round. You're going to need that same amount in retirement. And so you might not be going to Starbucks every morning on your way to work, but you're gonna find something else to do with that additional five, ten dollars. Right. So taxes really they can still go up. And especially, I mean, we've added trillions of dollars to our debt now, the stimulus, and who knows what's on the horizon there, and that bill's going to come due. So you wanna make sure you're keeping a line of sight on that.
0: Now, maybe you're saying to yourself, Well, I don't need a hundred percent of that I'm taking home now. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I'm gonna need that much. That's great. We're gonna start there, make sure you have your savings account your opportunity fund there all those filled up and then if you don't need it we have a great opportunity we can actually cut taxes in the future by taking money out of your IRA pay the taxes on it and convert it to a Roth IRA now we talk about the three tax brackets tax deferred taxable and tax-free And, of course, everybody wants tax-free as much as we can.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: But that's going to keep you in a better position in the future that you're not going to pay taxes. So if the numbers work and it's fulfilling what your dreams, your goals, your desires are first, then that's the second piece we get to look at and saying, okay, we're going to not cheat the tax, man, but we're going to put it in a position that you have the dollars. And then the beautiful thing is when you're done with those dollars, you're going to pass it on to your children or charities. They're not going to pay taxes either weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio.
1: The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results.